coming in at six foot four, number one, Patty's Playbook. Hey guys, I'm your host Patty, and welcome to Patty's Playbook, the show for all you sports lovers out there. We cover NRL, NBA, NFL, plus many more sports. You can find us on Instagram, at Paddy's Playable. I can hear the sport calling us. Let's dive into this episode, baby. All right, NFL fans, like the last three to four years, we are going to guide you week by week through the playoffs. It's time. Liam, back in business, mate. Um, how are you? are you? Are you ready to go? Yeah, ready for these playoffs. Best time of the year. Uh, got through that last week, 18. Had a few matches that mattered, but a lot that didn't. So I'm ready for some, you know, consequences, some play action football, <laughs> teams that haven't rested players, oh. and whatever my Eagles produce. It's, it's been carnage. We'll get to all of it. Um, I guess, like, how are we going to roll with this? Yeah, I think we'll go through each team in the AFC, each team in the NFC. Just a quick little mission statement or such for this playoff run. Okay. AFC will start with the number one seed, the Ravens. No surprise. Yep, the Ravens. Prove it in the playoffs. Um, a few, you know, last few years, the playoffs is where the Ravens have kind of faltered a bit. Um, so this year, that's their slogan. Alternately, alternatively, um, at least we can't lose to the Titans this time. <laughs> Love it. Number two. Miraculously, I don't know how this happened. The Bills. Yep. Uh, pretty simple for the Bills. Keep the momentum rolling. Uh, they had to win their last five to get in. Mm. They did that. They've achieved that. Uh, their alternate one, as if we would let Miami win the division. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, for the Chiefs, beware the sleeping giant. We know what this Chiefs team's capable of. Uh, we haven't seen it this year, but January is where Patrick Mahomes and, and the Chiefs overall shine. Uh, their alternate one, pretty simple, catch the fucking ball. <laughs> Number four, the Houston Texans. This was your yeah. team, mate. Yeah, very exciting team to watch this year. The emergence of uh, CJ Stroud, um, the, you know, overwhelming favorite for rookie of the year. Mm -hmm. uh, rookie head coach, D'Amico Ryans. Mm. Uh, for them, the youth is on fire. I love it. Yeah. And alternatively, Thank you, Lovey Smith, for the second overall pick. <laughs> How crazy. 12 months ago, we're sitting here yeah. joking and... Yeah, seriously. How things can change. I love the idea of Lovey being at home, being like, oh, shit, I was actually trying to screw them. <laughs> oh, well. That's awesome. Okay, number five, Cleveland. All year, it's been um, about their defensive side of the ball offense. They've had, you know, so many different starting quarterbacks uh, who would have picked Joe Flacco as their starting quarterbacks uh, quarterback going into the playoffs. Uh, so for them, defense is the key. And alternatively, we don't even have to talk about Deshaun. How crazy. Yep. I have I had like four starting quarterbacks. Hey, yeah. Cleveland Browns. Wow. Okay. Number six, Miami Dolphins. You mentioned them before, but what are we dealing with here? Yep. So for them, a lot to prove. So for them, it's time to step up. Yes. Yep. Alternatively, our coach is the funniest. So at least we win that. 
<laughs> Very entertaining. Spot I, on there. I've loved watching him. One of my two favorite coaches to watch this year. Yes. Yeah. They just needed, as you said, step up when it counts now. Yep. All eyes on. And the tragic number seven seed, the Pittsburgh Steelers. Yeah. So for the Steelers, something that kind of encapsulates what they're about as a team and mm. what they've been about this year, uh, grit and grind. It, they've had to do it hard. They've had to um, do it through their defense. TJ Watt, a lot of the time this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, alternatively, were we invited to this party? Maybe they, yeah, they just rocked up and... Yeah, uh, you're not on the list. Sorry, but uh, I guess you can come in. Sweet talk to Bouncer. And yeah, we need, to, we need to fill numbers. <laughs> All right, that's good, Liam. I'm loving this. So let's keep rolling to the, uh, to the NFC, sorry. Number one, San Francisco 49ers. Yeah, pretretty simple. Uh, what they've done... Uh, all year, bar a few games, mm. dominate everyone. Yeah. Um, you know, Christian McCaffrey, uh, Debo Samuel, the amazing effort of uh, a young quarterback who I'm blanking on. Purdy? Purdy, yeah, Brock Purdy. And, yeah, so they've just run through teams. Uh, alternatively, can someone in the AFC please knock out the Ravens? Number two, the Cowboys. Yeah. Very divisive divisive. franchise. Yeah. So um, for them, you know, they get the two seed, which means um, Mm. for the majority of this playoff run, they're going to get to be at home. Mm -hmm. Um, So for them, it's about rebuilding the legacy. Um, They Mm. were once, you know, the pride of the the NFC um, back in like the 90s, late 80s. Um, So for them, it's about going back to, uh, the NFC title game, and then mm. to the Super Bowl. Yep. Uh, alternatively, we're going to lose to the 49ers again, aren't we? <laughs> oh, it's just got that script written. I, I tend to agree, mate. Number three, Detroit Lions. Nice story, this one. Yeah, great story. Um, been about 30 years since they've had a home playoff game. Uh-huh. They've had one playoff win, I think, in 66 years. And yeah. Yeah, but it's a very likable team, um, mm. likable coach. Uh, good story to get behind if you're, you know, struggling for a team to root for in this playoffs uh, tournament. For sure. Um, so for them, believe in the vision, the vision that Dan Campbell brought with mm. when he became head coach three seasons ago. Um, they've improved each season and they have an idea where they want to get to. Uh, alternatively, at least Michigan already has a title, so no pressure. <laughs> oh, college football. Yep. National championship game the other day. Number four, oh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Mm. They were in the playoffs last year, weren't they? Or was it two years ago? Uh, last year. Two years look, ago. The NFC South is a weird one. Um they were definitely there two years ago. They anyway, I've put you on the spot. Yeah, but I mean, <laughs> it's a very forgettable division. Look, mm-hmm. I will say with the Bucks, out of all the teams in the South this year, they've you know I think they've been the most consistent. I think that's so, fair. More consistent. Uh, I think Baker's actually been pretty good at times. Still, still issues, but um, look, they're they're a decent team, and out of everyone, they deserve that uh, spot. Mm-hmm. Uh, so for them, it's about proving the doubters wrong. Definitely. Um, they've got a lot, uh, lots to prove. Um, but I, I think, oh, I wouldn't be surprised if they win a playoff game. Wow. Um, given their opposition and how they're going. Wow. Uh, but their alternative, fittingly, is well, someone had to win the NFC South. <laughs> yeah. Spot on, mate. Okay. 
Number five, you know what's coming. Your Philadelphia Eagles. Yeah. Please. That was uh, a very uh, well, concerning, yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, they were, the, they were the first team to reach 10 wins this season. They were sitting 10 and 1. They finished 11 and 6. It's just been a really, really bad collapse. Defense has gotten even worse under Matt Patricia. Mm-hmm. Uh, they've got a lot to figure out in this offseason. I've never seen a more unhappy 10-win team or 11-win team. Like they, they feel like, at times, the Chicago Bears, the Arizona Cardinals, they look happier yeah. than, than this team. Um, I think they've got a lot of uh, soul-searching to do in this offseason. I think they've got enough to win a playoff game, but they're not going far. Wow. Um, for them, for this playoff tournament, uh, it's about finding the Eagles of old, um, which is essentially finding the Eagles of last year. Um, they've had six weeks to kind of turn this around. They haven't done it. So unless Nick Sirianni, Jalen Hurts, anyone in that organization has something they can do, I don't know. Um, but alternatively, uh, it's pretty simple. Oh, why Eagles? Why? <laughs> oh, that's the question. We'll dive deeper into that, mate. The number six seed, the Los Angeles Rams. Wow. Yeah. Um, so I think when we did our little predictions for playoff teams a few weeks ago, mm-hmm. um, for some reason we ignored the Rams. Um and I think I regretted that decision almost immediately. Yes. Yeah, but they've been a really a fun team to watch this year. Um, the emergence of Puka Nakua, mm-hmm. Kyron Williams, um, Stafford's been healthy. Uh, you know, even missing Cup for a lot of this year, they've been able mm-hmm. to do um, really well. Um, so for them, it's about returning to relevance. Definitely. Um, they, you know, Super Bowl champs of two years ago. Um, then went into a bit of a dark place and then they've come back. Uh, head coach was questioning it all for, you know, for a little bit there. Um, and then alternatively, let's all pretend last season never happened. I like it. I guess to further that, we can get in deeper, but like they mortgaged everything for that Super Bowl. Yeah. Pay it off. And as you said, get back to relevance. They're not in a bad position. I believe this year is the first year that they've got a first round pick for years. Wow. Wow. There you go. That just points straight at the what's occurred. Number seven, mate. The Green Bay Packers. Wow. Yeah. Jordan Love era begins. Yep. Jeez. <laughs> yeah. So for them, the new sheriff in town, Jordan Love. Yep. Um, yeah. Uh, a bit shaky maybe to start with. Yep. But I think as the season's gone on, you've seen um, what – what he's capable of and mm. that they're going to be okay. So they're, they're, they're alternate. Did we find another great quarterback? <laughs> Suck it. NFC North. <laughs> oh, I wonder how Aaron Rodgers is feeling. Oh, he's not talking about Jimmy Kimmel. Oh. No. <laughs> That's wild. Eh? That shit. Uh, yeah. This is what the Jets signed up for. That's yeah. You, you, but they're not getting the, the on field. They're just the getting thing. the off field craziness. Anyway. Diva Rogers. Okay. I think Liam for today's show, I actually really appreciate you doing that. That was fun. And NFL is like in Australia, it's still building and getting more popular, but like, I think the casual listeners and people that don't watch it week to week are going to I'll appreciate that. So that was really fun. I like that. We can do maybe a fun little gimmick next week, something along yeah. those lines. So awesome. I think we dive in, pull apart, just preview game by game, the wild card weekend. Yep. Um, 
get in deeper, put some tips, predictions in, anytime scorers, touchdown scorers. And then at the end, we'll play a little fun game and maybe just go through all 32 teams and just winners and losers for the year or pass and fail. However you yeah. want to break it down, just rapid fire. But I think we're in the mood. The playoffs are here. We'll put the regular season behind us. Yep. Um, you ready to rumble? Let's rumble. Okay. We're going order. Sunday for us, Browns at the Texans. You brought it up before, Flacco, um, CJ Stroud. I guess we start with Flacco. How did, how did he, he just fought, just what, fell in the lap of the Browns? Yeah, well, I think he was on the Jets last year. Um, you know, he hasn't been um, a great quarterback for a while. A long time. But, but yeah, but he's found something with this Browns team, um, which is great because they really needed it. Um, they've had so many different options at quarterback this year, mm. Deshaun playing, but he, he was starting to find a bit of old Deshaun form, but, yeah. you know, injuries struck and then, you know, PJ Walker and um, Dorian Thompson-Robinson, yeah, something like DTR, um, just weren't fully clicking. So, you know, Flacco's just been amazing Yeah, in at his age. Like, it, it's really... An interesting matchup here. You've got a quarterback at the start of his career versus a quarterback right at the end. So, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, it's going to make for a very interesting matchup. To put that in perspective, like Flacco comes in, he's four and zero. Every one of those games, those wins, three hundred plus passing yards. Browns did beat Texans in Week sixteen, I believe, but um, CJ wasn't playing. CJ wasn't playing. Yeah. So, I guess the argument to that is like CJ's one of the defensive ends. So uh, it's going to be really interesting. Yeah. Side note, Flacco. We talked our last show, comeback player of the year. It was kind of a default award for mm. this. Yeah. Is he, is he, does he deserve it now to uh, literally come out of off the top ropes out of nowhere and yeah. put this Browns team, arguably contenders, maybe they win a game or two? Yeah, I think, I think they're very capable of, you know, winning a few games. Um, I think it's a lot more of a fair debate to talk about. Yeah. Because it's... Yeah, it, it's hard to, you know, DeMar, DeMar's will have an asterisk. It, it's just very much a, a sensitive situation. But, but I, look, if Flacco wins it, I think that's well-deserved. Well and um, you can always just say, like, with DeMar, you know, the, the celebration for DeMar is that he was able to come back Incredible. at all, just in life. <laughs> like, Incredible. Um, so, look, I, I think, you know, he's pushing for it very, very closely. Mm. I, I, can't, I know it's a regular season thing. I kind of want him to get it, but the DeMar thing. Anyway. Yeah. I'm glad we're here. I like that little insight. Okay. Are you worried, CJ? Playoff games, like the last 10 years, quarterback, rookies are one and five. And this Browns defense is, mm. like, it's essentially the best in the league. Like the least, or the, they, you know, the fewest passing yards all season. Um, best defense, like as I said, the passing defense, rushing defense, scoring defense, red zone, like they break it down in so many ways, third down completions, like overall, it's just pretty rock solid. Any concerns or how do you kind of see the battle going? Yeah. Um, look, yes, he's a rookie quarterback coming into his first playoff game. Mm. Um, and rookie quarterbacks don't have a great record. However, I would argue he's, you know, probably head and shoulders above a lot of those uh, rookie quarterbacks who were in this position. Um, mm. He's just been fantastic this year and he's shown just kind of experience beyond his years with how he's handled the play. Um, just been fantastic. I think 
it's a massive test for for him and the Texans. Um, but they're already like miles ahead of, where, of yeah of what their expectations were. So I think the message from D'Amico um, to Stroud just has to be: look, just play your game. They're going to come at you. This is the best defense. Just test yourself. We'll do what we can. Stick to what we know. Mm. We'll see where it gets us. Yeah, just go out and play hard football. I'm with yeah. you. I I want the Texans to win, mm. but for me, like as we get down to more my tips, I, I just think the Browns, just that defense. Yeah, Flacco, if he can just do what he's been doing. Yeah, I, I think the the thing with the Browns too. Browns rested a lot of their important players on offense and defense in the last round. Yeah. Whereas Texans were almost in a playoff scenario themselves with the Colts where they had to win. Mm. So I think, I think for the Browns, they're in a really good position here. Um, Texans coming off the emotion of making it into the yeah. playoffs. It's almost, you know, having a break week for the Browns. So uh, I, I expect that Browns will be able to shut down their off uh, the Texans offense and, uh, get away with a win here. Okay. So yeah, I'm, I'm with you. I've got Browns. I think the Browns will cover the line, which is minus 2.5. And anytime touchdown for me, anytime touchdown score, I've just got David Njoku, mm. their tight end. Like, yeah, probably, probably like a top three tight end this year. Like he's been undercover really good. Yeah. In, I think, I think there's, with Kelsey's play kind of diminishing a little bit this yep. year, there's a few that have stepped up and Joku definitely has been, mm. I think one of the quieter ones, um, you've got like Sam Laporta, uh, George Kittle, but no, and Joku, I think is right up there with them. Uh, I've, I've got uh, Browns 24, Texans 21, and I've got David and Joku first touchdown. Oh, wow. Yeah. We're on the same page. Bit, yep. Yeah. Awesome. Okay. I love that. He's at, yeah, 900 receiving yards this year, six touchdowns. I reckon, they're going to connect with me over the middle. Yeah. So love that. Anything else on that game or? Uh, no, I, I, I just, I'm, I think it's a great way to kick off the playoffs. Yes. It's going to be a really fun game. Um, but yeah, I, I think, look, I think if Stroud gets through the, the, the Browns defense, mm. that's a massive, massive thing for him in his early career. Yep. Love it, mate. Dolphins at the Chiefs. I guess the Dolphins have just fallen in the Chiefs' lap here when you look at just how banged up this Dolphins mm. team is in general. Their defense, Tyreek Hill, first game back in Arrowhead. I think they played this year in Germany. Yeah, they did. Um, revenge game, can he fire? Can Tua fire? This Dolphins team, what, against plus 500 teams, they've just been terrible, tragic. Can they win? Can, Leah, talk to me, Liam. What, do you, what are you thinking about this game? What first pops to your mind? Uh, it's going to be very tough. I think a lot's going against them. Their record against mm. winning teams, uh, the weather, you know, going from Miami's, uh, climate to mm. what's going to be snowy conditions, I believe in, uh, Kansas city. It's, it's very tough. Although I, I think I give them more of a chance than most. Okay. I, I think there's just something there. I can see McDaniel cooking up something. Mm. Um, they're going into this with low expectations. Very low. Like everyone's yeah. written them off, which I'm surprised. But. Yeah. And I think although they lost to Buffalo last week, I think there was a lot of experience to gain out of that. Yeah. Um, that they were kind of with them for a bit. Mm. Um, so, look, in these conditions, 
the Chiefs receivers are struggling with, with catching the ball. So I, I can't imagine it's going to make things easier on that end mm. um, with how things are. So, look, I, I think – I still think this is probably a Chiefs game with everything going on, um, but I don't think it's going to be a massive blowout. I think it's going to be lower scoring with Chiefs holding on for, you know, a smallish victory. Um, I just haven't trusted the Chiefs this year. Yeah. And that hasn't really changed over the 18 weeks. Um, their defense has been good, which I, is, yeah. I think it's underrated. Like, I think that's, if they're going to get to another AFC championship game, like that's going to be the focal point. That's going to get them there. Mm. And like, I just think this defense is probably going to terrorize Tua. Like you, you said some great things, which I was looking to get the numbers together. Dolphins are 0-10. When two is played in temperature under 40 degrees, like Fahrenheit, obviously, obviously in the States, I think yep. it's, as you said, predicted to be snow, like 15 degrees or something, yep. which doesn't, you know, lean in their favor. Um, just the Dolphins defense just shambled. Surely Chiefs, like, as you said, the receivers are tra- just tragic. Dropping mm-hmm. balls, most in the NFL, terrible. Surely they just run the football. Like Dolphins run defense isn't that good. Yep. Surely it's just Pacheco. And- Pacheco nonstop, yep. like three, four, five, six yards, just move the chains, slug it out. It's probably going to be like boring Chiefs football. It's They're a totally different team this year, as you said. Like, I, I don't trust them, but I just, I don't know. Yeah. Like, they, the, the, the Dolphins are averaging 3.8 yards a carry against them. So, and Chiefs aren't even a very good running team, but I don't know. I, I, I just feel like, unfortunately for the Dolphins, it's just wrong place, wrong time, busted up. I don't know. Maybe maybe this rejuvenates the Chiefs and we go, oh shit. But as you said in your little quirky thing at the start, which I yeah. love, the what was it? The beast don't wake yeah. up the beware, sleeping giant, sleeping beast, whatever you want to call it. There you we go. know what they're capable of. Exactly. It's whether they can unlock that. So yeah, look, I, I think it's a it's a Chiefs bit kind of boring, grindy victory. Um but yeah, so I, I've got them going uh twenty to sixteen Chiefs. Um and I'm going to say Travis Kelsey touchdown, followed by a shot of Taylor Swift hugging Mama Kelsey. <laughs> that's all. So I love all that. of that has to happen. Oh, mate. Okay, that's. I've, I've asked you for some tips and predictions, and you've gone straight in for it. I love it, Liam. I'm on the Chiefs. I've got the Chiefs to cover. Lines minus four. Um, and any time, back to my thing, Chiefs running the ball, Asaya Pacheco. Um, an exiting question. Can Tua and can Tyreek Hill just light this game up? Can Tua connect? Can he just take over Tyreek Hill and like just win it for them? He's uh, let's what he's probably the best receiver this year. Yeah, I think I think it was him and Brown for a little while. I'd say it's between him and CD. Spot on. Uh, I'd I'd say he is still the best receiver this year. So, look, I, I think there was a slight injury concern coming out of the Bills game. So hope hopefully he's all good. I, I hope he's all good for this because I want to see mm-hmm. him at his best to see what he can do. Yeah. Because there, there's the, the thing. He would have played in these conditions when he was in Kansas That's, City. Yep. So that may go a long way in helping um, the Dolphins stay in this game. Because I love, like, American sport. Like, I feel like it's not as much with the NRL what we love over here, but, like, just the storylines and the narratives. And, like, imagine Tyreek Hill going in there and just pulling them to shreds, ripping them apart. But, yeah, we'll see. Okay. So they're the two games for Sunday for us. And then we roll on to Monday. Steelers at the Bills. 
You're not a fan of the 14 playoff teams, are you? Um, I think we talked about it. 2020, it came in. And it's like that extra bad, good, bad team. Are they deserving of a playoff spot? Because mm. like, I'll look here, mate. And the seventh seed in those three years is 0-6. And, and the average losing record is by 12.2 points. So, yeah. How, how, yeah, how do you see that? Yeah, it's um, – I understand why uh, they, they've done it. And I'd be very surprised if they don't eventually go to the eight um, mm. teams. But this is what you, this is what you get. Unfortunately, is the seventh seventh team usually is just kind of there filling up the numbers, go to the two seed, and kind of lose in a big way. Mm. Um, one day that will change. That will change. There, there will be a game with you know a seventh seed that probably does deserve to be there, um, and upsetting a number two. Mm. But at the moment, it just it's just been. It's essentially a mini buy. You can't call it a full buy, yeah. but you know those top two seeds. Obviously, number one, yeah. bang, and number two, as you said, it's like a. It is like a mini buy. I kind of agree with you. Yeah, like, it's, top two is crucial. Yeah, it is. One thing it has, it's made the number one seed more important now that the two seed doesn't get that first round buy. Great. Point. Um, so I think from that point of view, it, it's a good look. It um rewards the best team in each conference. Um, each year, which I like, it's like who wants to be the very like the best? Because mm. before, when it was both the one and the two seed, um, maybe the two seed. Once they've got that two seed, they don't have to worry too much about the one seed. Yep. It's we're going to have a bit of a break anyway. I guess back to the matchup: Steelers, Bills. Um, TJ Watt out, which sucks. Yeah, um, massive out. I was just looking at numbers this morning, Liam. That Steelers are one and ten mm. when he's out. I don't know. Rudolph, Mason Rudolph doesn't do much for me. Yeah, he's been a bit of an improvement on Kenny Pickett. Uh, Pickett's just struggled a bit this year. Mm. Um, so I'll be interested to see what they're moving forward. We, I, I still think they'll pursue Pickett for at least another season, mm. um, try and help him out, develop him. But, yeah, it's apart from what, it's not a lot going on with this team. They've got a great head coach. They're, they're here because they're really great mm. head coach, Mike Tomlin. Um, but I can't see them going into Buffalo and getting out with a win. Um, there'll be, I'm not too worried about the conditions because mm. they've played in similar. They're up, they're up North. Um, but at the same time we've seen over the last month, while the bills have gone in this run to make the playoffs at times when they've been against teams like the Patriots, like the chargers, they haven't put them away. Yep. Like we might've thought. It's still shaky. It's still underwhelming. It's still like, yeah. I'm surprised they obviously got this far, like number two seed. Mm. What was the, they needed Jags to win? Yeah, so if if the Jags had won in that last week, they were in a scenario where if they won against the Dolphins, they were the two seed. If they lost, they were just out of the playoffs completely. So crazy. Um, they got a bit of help there with the Jags losing, but like that just shows you like how, mm. you know, on a nice edge the season was for them. Yeah. How tight it is. They should just take care of business at home, hey? Right. Like, it's not really too much to say here. I think just Steelers, TJ Watt out, defense is struggling, offense regardless is struggling. This is like a game where the Bills can just get momentum, we're at home, let's get some confidence, you know, let's keep, just, let's keep this train going, I guess. Absolutely. Yeah. I'll, um, I'll jump in and you can tell me your picks. I've just, yeah, Bills to win at home, boring. I think they cover. I think it might be a blowout, minus 10. I'll mm. give the Bills and... Yep. Um, 
anytime touchdown, James Cook, their running back, they got him cooking for like, I don't mean the pun there. They got him going <laughs> yeah, like a month ago for a while and they're trying to get him going and stuff. So I can just see maybe it's a blowout. Maybe they're in front. The um, cold weather just want to control the, the clock, the ball, just run it down their throat essentially. And he might, he'll cross in for a touchdown. I think, I think so. I think the way this game will play out very likely. Um, yeah. I've got Bills winning 38, 13, um, wow, yeah. a bit of a statement just to get rid of the Steelers and, get ready for the following week. Um, my prediction, I've got Bills having a pick six. I, I think Ooh. I think they'll do enough to pressure Mason Rudolph. Mm. Um, maybe this is a throw inside uh, Steelers territory, picked off uh, by one of their corners, um, in for a pick six, probably late in the game when Steelers are throwing it around a bit. So I love it, mate. I love that. Okay. Packers. Another seven seed. At the Cowboys, could they do it? I asked you the question before, seven seed. You talked about the, your little gimmick at the start, the Cowboys getting back there. Is the pressure going to mount? Mm. Or you reckon that is because the Cowboys have been incredible at home. We can yeah. talk about it, the numbers and stuff in a sec if you want. Like, yeah, how do you, how do you see this matchup, Liam? Yeah, I, I, think, I think the Packers are going to be in it um, for a good portion of this game. Mm. Um, and they'll probably give Dallas a bit of a fright. I think I've seen enough from the Cowboys this year, um, including the last last week game, that they've kind of learned a bit from previous years. Yep. They're closing things. Dak's playing a lot better than he has mm. in previous seasons. Um, they're in a similar situation to the Ravens, where it's now playoff time. You've got to make it count. We've seen throughout the year and throughout his coaching time there, Mike, uh, Mike McDaniel, uh, Mike McCarthy, sorry, McCarthy, yeah. um, has, he's had some questionable play calling, um, yeah. which has, you know, costed them at times. It gets me nervous. Yeah. It, it, yeah. And I think Cowboys fans are nervous too. Uh, this Packers team are very interesting. I think if, now for them to win Jordan Love and the rest of the team have to play their best game. Um, they really do. Um, I think they'll be able to match it with Dallas at times might, upset them a little bit. I think Dallas will straighten things up and they'll be able to get out with, with the win. Mm. Um, and there's every possibility they just dominate the Packers. But I give the Packers a better chance than the Steelers of upsetting the two. I'm the same. Like, I think it's good. Well, yeah, well, I guess, okay, Jordan Love, they started slow, three and six. And then, like, the last eight games, he's six and two. 18 touchdowns to one in, intercept. So the ratio is incredible. They're playing good. It took him time to get going. Maybe the confidence is there. Maybe something weird happens. Like McCarthy, the storyline, coaching us his old team. Mm. Like he's going to want to beat the Packers like so bad. Like this is probably yeah. like, and you said the play calling decisions, what happens if it's a tight game and he gets a bit flustered and the pressure's on, he's like, oh, and he just slips up. Like that's what I'm kind of thinking. Yeah. But then you're right. Cowboys at home, unbeaten at home. I think they've won their last 16 games in Dallas. Yeah. Like the, the, the highest, best growing offense in this, this year. Like, yep. yeah. Yeah. Th this year, I think the 21.5 points average winning margin at home, Liam. So like everything's pointing Cowboys, 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 but we've seen this before. And I'm like, I don't know. I'm yeah. I'm just, I don't know. Yeah. But the way CD Lamb's playing, if, if Dak can connect with him, they'll be fine. Okay. Um, you straighten me out. I like it. Yeah. I, I think there's a lot more 
positive for, for Dallas this year. Okay. Um, you know, not to harp on. They've got a better kicker this year. Like, uh, who... <laughs> now, now, the funniest thing would be their kicker oh, down in the, oh. these playoffs. But um, I believe the kicker they've got, I'm blanking on the name. Yeah, rookie came in. Yeah, he's a rookie. He's just um, smacking him from 50. Yeah, well, I think I think he missed two in week 18, which were like his first two misses of the year. Oh, he, he'd set like a rookie record where they, they, they weren't bad misses. Yes. I think one might have been blocked, um, one hit the yes. post. Um, but I think he went like 33 for 33. So it's just these little things for Dallas that it could go wrong, but they're just little things the way Dak's playing, their kicker. Um, so I think if the play calling is good, mm. um, Dallas is set for a good run in these playoffs in the NFC side of things. Mm. And, you know, getting the two seed, um, snatching that away from Philadelphia is massive. The fact that they get to play at home for majority of these playoffs, Definitely. you know, if something should happen to the 49ers, uh, Dallas could host the NFC title game, mm. um, with a record at home like that, that's what they'd be hoping for. So mm. look, positive things for Dallas, um, my prediction, look, I've got 27-17. Okay, um, nice. I think it'll be close, but then I think Dallas will pull away. And I've got Dak having a rushing touchdown, like mm-hmm. a very close, maybe five yards out, little sneak play. Nice, nice. I tried to shake you up a bit there and see if I could get you on the Packers side, but I'm with you. I think everything points Cowboys. I, I, I want Packers to win. Don't get me wrong. The Eagles fan in me wants Packers to win. That's why I was... Oh, yeah. No, absolutely. But, yeah. Cowboys at home, too strong. Packers on the road, one and five against non-divisional opponents. Um, I just think the firepower, Cowboys win. But I've still got the Packers covering the line, plus seven and a half. I think it's going to be close. Maybe they cover the back door late or something. And, yeah. Um, and anytime touchdown, you said the Cowboys are going to be fine as long as they're connecting. CD Lamb, I agree with you. I think he's a top two receiver this year. Yep. You could argue he's the best. Like he's... I remember doing this show with you two, like two years ago, Liam, and I was like, is CD Lamb the number one option? Mm. And who had um, Amari Cooper? Amari Cooper. Amari yeah. Cooper. And I, I, liked, I quite liked Amari Cooper at the yeah. time. And I'm like, is CD the guy? And fuck, is he the guy? He's yeah. Incredible. So. Yeah. Just, just, just for record, in the draft a few years ago, the three wide receivers were drafted, I think, right in a row. Yeah. CD Lamb with the Cowboys, Justin Jefferson oh. with the Vikings. And Eagles actually had the pick before both of them, I believe. Mm. And they took Jalen Rager. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah, It's a cruel game sometimes. It's a cruel game sometimes. Lucky you've got AJ Brown now, but yes. still. Yes. But, yeah. So, CD, 12 touchdowns this year. He's going to score. I like it. We're on the same page for most of that, Liam. Yep. Okay. This game I'm the most excited about. Absolutely. I... Yeah, I've sent you my notes this morning. You might have had a sneak peek. Rams at the Lions. You said the history before about Detroit. 30 years it's been since hosting a playoff game. Yep. You've got the, the quarterback matchups, both their um, former teams. Yeah. First time in playoff history. Stafford, Goff. This is going to be awesome. Yeah. This is going to be awesome. And yeah, talk, just talk. You, you, you start this one off. Yeah, it's... Um... Really exciting year for Detroit, getting back to the playoffs, hosting a playoff game. The place is going to be rocking. But then look who comes into town. It's the old uh, the old flame, Matthew Stafford, <laughs> who they still have a lot of love for. Um, I mean, the way th- they parted very, very um, on good terms. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And I think they Lions fans have enjoyed seeing 
how Stafford's been the last few years because uh, he was always good for them, um, no matter what was crumbling around around, uh, around him. Mm. And I think it worry with how he's played this year. He's been a top 10 quarterback this year, Stafford. Yeah, they'd be worried from Lions fans being like, oh, we've finally gotten back. Oh, not you, anyone but you. It's like the ghost has come back to Yeah, home. it is a bit. Um, but, geez, it's what a storyline. Um, I guess like the coaching, Dan Campbell. Yeah. We talked about it like last year, that last game, just being the Packers, knocking them out. And like, fuck, yeah, we're going into this year. And they were like everyone's pick, like that hype train coming in. And ever, I was a bit wary, like, oh, I don't want to jump too hard on them. Mm-hmm. And they shit the bed, but they've been incredible. Yeah. Roller coaster up and down. They're at home now. But then you look at the coach they're going against, Sean McVay. Yeah. He knows golf inside out. He knows all his weaknesses. So I feel like it could get really tight, really close, really strategic. And I'm thinking, well, I'll ask you the question, does coaching get the Rams home, get them over the line? Yeah, I, I think it could play a big factor. Um, alternatively, the way Dan Campbell coaches, it's very – and we saw this again, oh. uh, Dallas. Now, they should have won that game. Yes. But the way Dan yes. Campbell coaches is a very all or nothing kind of thing. A lot of emotion involved. Yeah. A bit erratic. Like it's, as you said, yeah. we're all in. Let's, but let's... I love it. It's why I've really loved watching Dan Campbell as a coach these last few seasons with Detroit. Yep. It makes for a really fun uh, team to view. Um, I imagine at times being a Lions fan, it can be quite <laughs> nerve wracking. Yeah. But uh, I think both these coaches um, are going to scheme things up. There's going to be a lot of fun in this. Um, mm. I think the Lions defense is can be a bit of a worry, mm. uh, especially going against uh Pukunakua, Cooper Cup, uh trying to stop Kyron Williams. It's there's a lot there that mm-hmm. I think if Lions are to win this game, they need to shut down those weapons. The shootout, can you see high scoring here? Yeah, I, I've got um I'll get to my prediction in a sec, but I've got yep. this being uh, a high twenties, yes. uh, very shootout one point game. Ooh. Uh just it I don't think it's going to be a defensive-based game. I think there's going to be a lot of attacking. Very uh, fun. Very fun game to watch. I'm glad this is the uh, kind of the game of the day. The late um, game. Very, on the... Yeah, very smart one to go with. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, storylines are great. I think it's going to be a great matchup. Uh, it's, it's a tough one. I want Lions to win because I love their fan base. But so... at the same time, I, I have what, enjoyed watching what the Rams have done this year. So mm-hmm. um, it's going to be tough seeing one of these teams go home because I think both are quality and probably deserve to go mm. to the next step. But, you know, that's what we love about playoffs. You can only be – there's only one that goes through the next round. So Spot on. Yeah. Yeah, I tend to agree, mate. Like the Lions, six – Worst passing defense, averaging just shy of 250 a game. And then you talk about this Rams offense, like as a bumpy ride early on, but they're apparently they're all healthy. They're all ready to go. Eight games they've had together, the Stafford, the Kyron Williams, Cooper Cup, and rookie stud, Hooker, breaks a um, receiving records for a rookie. Yeah. Like he's, oh. I don't know how they just pulled this bloke out of nowhere. Like yeah, crazy story. Teeth. Fourth, fifth round, maybe somewhere. Yeah, yeah. Just a massive, <laughs> just shake your head. That's a massive win. Oh, um, I mean, I, I would have drafted him for the name alone. 
just I, yeah. I love the idea of Puka Nakua awesome. on my team. But no, he's been he's been so good. I could see him being kind of like a Justin Jefferson in the years to come, like yeah. a a very like promotable mm. face of the game kind of thing. You know, being in like Madden adverts because yeah. he's got the look of him too. Mm. Uh, it just feels Los Angeles. Yeah. Very much. Like I could just see him like with a surfboard and yeah, just, but it's been awesome. He's been so fun to watch this year. And like, if it's not for CJ Stroud being like this Mm. generational talent of a rookie, I think think Pook is the runner up for offensive rookie of the year. Yeah. No, I love that. And yeah, as I said, those weapons, those four guys, the Rams Mm. six and two averaging 28.5 points a game. So back to your thing, like the shootout. Yeah. I think so. Stafford rolling, sitting in that pocket in that time, a six and two record, 18 touchdowns, only three interceptions. So that ratio is nice. Yeah. He's been there. He's done it before. Calm mind. Goff, maybe you could argue the opposite. Mm. So I think the Rams are going to win, Liam. I want, I agree with you. I want the Lions to win. I love the story. I love the fan base, everything that all the shit they've been through the 30 years for this 60 years since what winning a playoff game or whatever. Yeah. But I think the Rams win. I think Rams, I'll give them like plus three with the line. Mm-hmm. And I just think Cooper Cup, anytime, touchdown, big player. We saw it in the Super Bowl two years ago, three years ago. Yeah. That, that game winning drive. Like, I just think if it's a tight game, if it's a shootout, yeah. that might be his guy. Yeah. So. It's, I think this is going to be the closest game of the weekend. Um, I hope it is because I think it, it's mm. a game that deserves that kind of finish. Uh, I've, I've gone the other way. Wow. I think I definitely am very, um, wary of what the Rams could do. And I think their experience in these playoff games will give them a good edge. It's mm-hmm. whether the Lions can counter that. I've got the Lions winning in a 28, 27 shootout. Shit. Now this could, now my ideal <laughs> scenario would be a last, like maybe in the last 20 seconds of the game, Okay. Lions are down 20 to 27 oh. and Dan Campbell, <laughs> he goes, he goes, Hey God, are you listening? You robbed us of that eight point against Dallas. Give us this one. And he goes for the, the, the two point conversion to win the game. <laughs> and, they- and, and you have about 60 heart attacks in the stands of Lions fans probably, but that's what I'm, I'm just hoping it's a shootout. Lions go through. Win for Dan Campbell, post-match speech, fired up. God, I love him. Oh. And I'm going to say two touchdowns for Amon Ra St. Brown. Nice. Nice. I like that. We're going toe-to-toe on that one, head-to-head. Yeah. Oh, that was fun. That was a good, little, good yeah. little breakdown. Okay. Tuesday, the last game. Your Eagles, mate. Yeah. At Tampa Bay, Buccaneers. I didn't really, I, like when, it, when we did notes, I didn't even put many notes because I know you're going to cover everything. 10 and 1 start, Eagles, finished 11 and 6, obviously. Is it, it I, I'll just let you take over. I'm not going to say anymore. What happened here, Liam? What's happened to the Eagles? Are the Bucks alive still? What, just this game, run me through it. Well, I'm annoyed that the playoff schedule makers are making me wait an extra two days to, to watch my Eagles to again, just, uh, uh, just get them out. Uh, no, look, it's now at the point after six weeks with this Eagles team imploding, it's now, it's now do or die. You lose, you go home. And I'm hoping that 
will be able to spark something because I've been waiting these six weeks. We've had one win and even that win was, it wasn't, it wasn't like barely felt like a win. Hmm. It's just been a tough watch. And I think the, like I said earlier, the Eagles team needs an off season to kind of find their soul a bit, fix the defense offense. Like doesn't really need, I don't think in terms of, um, staff or who's there, Mm. they don't need to change really much. Going into this game against Tampa, who themselves, like they had their worst offensive performance um, in week 18 against uh, the worst team in the league, the Panthers, Um, you know, knowing they had to win to clinch the division. There's a reason this game's the last one. It's going to be now. Ironically, because they're both two struggling teams, it could make for a close, fun game. It could. Um, I hope it does, yeah. Yeah, I hope so. Look, Jalen Hurts is still Jalen Hurts, and I still believe in him as a quarterback. I think there's just been a lot on his shoulders. He hasn't performed this year. Injuries galore. Yeah, there's been injuries. Um, They're dealing with a few, like he he himself, I think, dislocated finger. Mm. AJ Brown had a knee issue. I believe both okay. Mm. Uh, uh, Devontae Smith missed the last regular game, but I believe he's okay. And a few injuries at like guard and then ACL on the defensive side of things. Mm -hmm. I think for the Eagles, whether they get through this game or not, this will be their their last um, kind of display for the year. Wow. So I think if they if they lose, just go off, sort out the sort out the team in the off season. If they win, they're probably facing the Niners um, next week, and they'll get destroyed. Is that a good spot for them though? I'm jumping ahead. Like yeah. all the pressures off them, then away on the road. Like we've got to beat this team regardless if it's like an NFC championship game which happened last year like yeah. stuff it let's just go in yeah i definitely think so i think if they get through tampa and they go look we didn't embarrass ourselves mm. got through tampa we're going against the niners no one expects us to win screw it let's just do whatever um i just don't have the faith that they can do that um i very a big part of me the last few days wanted to pick the bucks Wow. Well, main, mainly because I'm just kind of, I, it's more of a, if the Bucks beat the Eagles, mm. that puts more of an emphasis on change and maybe okay. how serious things are. So That's it could, fair. It could spotlight things and make it. Now, it should be obvious with the last six weeks mm. how things are in Philadelphia. I, but, yeah. Sorry to butt in. I just don't understand how this has happened. Like, I guess the one thing I kind of look at is like the two Super Bowl teams from last year yep. have kind of fallen off a cliff or yeah. maybe it's just been long, long, continuous long seasons, just playing a lot of football, banged up, fatigue. I don't know, but like how does 10 and 1, and I know it was underwhelming to start with for the Eagles this year and it was a bumpy ride and they were just scraping through. We, yep. we talked about it on other shows. But like how, I just don't understand how this, what's happened. Yeah. Is it coaching? Is it in Obviously, internal players aren't getting along. Like, I don't know. You might know a bit more about it. I just don't understand how this just happens. Like, yeah. Yeah. I, I feel like it's it's a internal problem um, because they just don't look happy. Like, they haven't looked happy since maybe the first few weeks of the season. 
Like they went through that very tough stretch. Yeah. And to be fair, they did quite well. Really they knocked, good. They knocked off the Bills. They knocked off the Chiefs. And then, um, you know, they had a win against the Cowboys before that. But then, you know, they blown out by the Niners, blown out by the Cowboys in their rematch. And then you're thinking, okay, those were top tier teams. They're, they're the top two teams in the NFC. So they'll be right. They'll, it was just a bit of exhaustion. They'll finish strong at the back end of the year. Mm. They go to Seattle. They lose to Seattle and Drew Locke. That last and play, essentially. Yeah, they escape at home against the Giants with Tommy DeVito. Like, not a good Giants team, but they, then they scrape by them after looking like they were going to blow them away. Arizona, they sure. lose to a Cardinals team that, you know, mm. while they had a good end to the year and there were good bright spots, they shouldn't have been losing that. And then that last, they, they put up the white flag against the Giants in the last week. All I'll say is I think they can go to Tampa. I think they can get a win because I still think there's enough DNA of a good team there. I've got them 23-20 wow, okay. with a game-winning field goal by Jake Elliott because I like him. Regardless of what's going on, Jake Elliott's still one you can count on. Yeah, big time. He's been unreal this season. Yeah. I got Eagles, mate. I don't, maybe it's this subconscious thing in my mind with the Chiefs as well. It's like, I know what you can do. I saw it last year. Like, yeah. maybe this switch just gets flicked. Well, that's what I'm thinking in my mind anyway. I, Hopefully. We did that fun Super Bowl draft last episode. Mm-hmm. I took them. I stick by my picks. I like to be right in things, but when I'm wrong, I wear it. <laughs> Obviously, it's your team, but Eagles, I think they get the job done. I think they cover the line minus three. And AJ Brown, I just, I think he's going to go off. Yeah. Um, I'm nervous, as I said, Jalen Hurts throwing the ball and all this sort of things, but I just reckon he's going to score that connection. And even, you're right, like, it looked like there was a bit of beef between them or a bit of conflict between Mm. Hurts and Brown throughout the year. There's just been weird little things, but I'm just like, how does it fall apart? They're going to hit the switch, Liam. You don't need to worry, mate. These Eagles, they're coming. Awesome. They're coming, so. That was good fun. Um, So the only one we disagreed on or we're going against, is it? Lions and Rams just yes. head to head. Yep. That is everything. Our wild card weekend preview, all the tips, predictions, scores. Um, loved your little quirkiness at the start. Yeah, Brackets for teams. Yeah. Um, I actually out quickly our Super Bowl draft. You've got uh, Niners, Ravens, Cowboys. How are you feeling about that? Yeah, feeling very good. The Niners and Ravens is still my Super Bowl prediction, sir. So. Awesome. I've got Bill's sneaky one. Your mighty Eagles and the Chiefs. Yeah. So I'm um, not very good, but we'll see. We'll see. Play football, anything can happen. Yeah. Did we miss anything? Anything to cut the show? No, nope, I think we're good. More for next week, if so. Awesome. Appreciate it, mate. Enjoy your play of football and we'll talk soon. Cheers. See you next week. Thank you for listening to Paddy's Playable. If you enjoyed this episode, head over to Apple Podcasts or Spotify to subscribe, rate, and leave a review. It's much appreciated. Don't forget to check out our Instagram page, at Paddy's Playbook. We post fun, engaging content every single day. Once again, we really appreciate your support. See you next time. Let's go.